You're listening to episode 62 of the Urban Yogi podcast featuring Becca Zagani. Becca Zagani is author of Venus and Her Lover, Transforming Myth, Sexuality, and Ourselves, part of a tantric art project with her partner of 20 years, artist J.G. Bertrand. Having lived on four continents, she has traveled worldwide giving workshops on meditation, activism, tantra, breathwork, community collaboration, and ecstatic dance. Currently living in Ecuador, she also works as a relationship coach and mediator. Becca believes that personal transformation is the first step to building a world that is sustainable, just, and beautiful. Her favorite slogan is, Pleasure Heals. I hope you enjoy my interview with Becca Zagani on The Dominator System and more. Becca is going to lead us through a little meditation of sorts just to get into the vortex get into the present moment and then we'll we'll uh we'll interview her welcome okay. back thank you so, for being here. good morning everyone uh good afternoon i don't think anyone's evening yet but uh let's just close our eyes and we're going to do uh slow breathing let's say to the count of eight so do your inhale one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hold and exhale. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay, so that's going to be more or less our rhythm. And uh, now you can do it at your own pace, but I'm going to give you a vis visualization while we're breathing in and out. So begin to breathe in and visualize light coming in from the cosmos, piercing your crown, arriving all the way down to your perineum. Hold. And just feel the energy in your genitals and then exhale and energy coming up from the earth through your perineum rising up to the top of your head okay again a big inhale slow inhale light coming down through your crown through your heart down to your perineum to your groin Hold and exhaling, light coming up through the earth, through your perineum, through your heart, up through the crown. And now just do a couple breaths of that in your own time.
And when you finish your last breath, just rest. You can breathe and feel energy circulating through your body. And now imagine a ball of light in your heart that radiates out. The light radiates out, filling your body, filling the room, filling your town, expanding out, out, holding the planet and being the universe. Okay, you can open your eyes. How's it feel being the universe? <laughs> Thanks, Becca. So I met Becca when I was teaching at the Infinite Men Summit, which is a summit for men in Hollywood that actually it moves to different places throughout the world every year. Uh, and Becca was teaching about the dominator system. And I was just enthralled by everything she was teaching about. She also led an amazing trance dance uh, where we were like dancing, we were like taking off our shirts and there was like an altar she made and we were doing kind of like a fire water mudra, just like sort of intuitive dancing to this amazing playlist that she'd created. And it was just so powerful. I was like, oh my gosh, I wanna, I wanna know this woman on a deeper level. And I've had her on my podcast and uh, I'm really, really stoked that she's here with us today for the Manhood Tribe call which we are going to turn into a live uh, recorded podcast as well. So welcome, Becca. Thanks for being Thank here. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I love everything that we do, Will. I love it. <laughs> awesome. Me too. So yeah, how about we talk, because I talk a lot on social media about the dominator system, and I got that term from you. Do you want to just give a definition of, of what that is in your, in your words? Yes. It, it, you can think of that scene from The Matrix where uh, Morpheus is talking to Neo. You know, Neo has asked, what is the matrix? And uh, Morpheus answers, the matrix is a system of control. Now, what he's referring to is the dominator system. And in my books, uh, I describe, it's like kind of a mystery story. Like my original question was, what happened to men and women? How did things get so screwed up? And so I trace it like back through history and through mythology. And then I discovered, oh, okay, it's a dominator system. I read a book called The Chalice and the Blade by Rian Eisler. And she uh, described dominator culture and partnership culture. So when we think about say indigenous people, we think, okay, they sit in a circle, everyone's looking toward the center which is a center of common values, you know, the good of the tribe and so forth. When we think about our society, the ones we were all raised in, uh, we need to think in terms of a pyramid. So uh, the, the shape of a pyramid is uh, the shape in which uh, energy flows. So on the one hand, there's the people at the top who are sending their control and using force or the threat of force to make people do what they want. 
So energy flows from top down. But there's another flow of energy, which is from bottom up. And that is all of the peons on the bottom levels are sending their energy up the pyramid. Now that could just be in a physical sense of like goods and services, you know, things that we make that we, you know, provide to society, but a society, the society remember is using force or the threat of force. So for example, many of our efforts can go to a war machine or to um, black ops or to things that we don't, aren't in a alignment with our values, but they are the values of the people at the top of the pyramid. And uh, the pyramid is divided into levels. And the best way to control people is to have them be very um, myopic, only they can't see far, they can only see what's right next to them. So in the pyramid, you know who your boss is, you know who you've got to give orders to, and, and as far as they're concerned, you don't need to know much else. So in the top levels of the pyramid, uh, like many people think, oh, the top of the pyramid is the president or the prime minister or the pope. But this is where, you know, rabbit hole diving comes in handy because to the, the question that David Icke always used for years and years was who benefits? Or someone else could use the technique of follow the money. But anyway, as you follow those questions, you go up the pyramid, it's like, oh, it's not just the presidents because the president is obviously answering to mm, the corporations. And you look at that and well, wait, it, it's actually not just CEOs, they have to answer to the bankers. Well, and, but look how the bankers are acting. Well, they have to answer to the ruling families like royal families and so forth. And then you look at them and go, but wait, they seem to be answering to people that, you know, they like, I think it's, some say there's the, the uh, group of 300 and then there's the 13 ruling families, but, but you keep looking up higher. And the higher you go, and like I said, this is a deep rabbit hole. And when I explain this, I say to people, Wherever you can follow me to, you can just stop there and everything else I say is still going to apply. Because if you keep looking up the pyramid, it gets pretty weird. I mean, it gets into um, non-human realms. It gets into interdimensional realms. So that the rule, the top of the pyramid, I can't say for sure who's at the top. I've been studying this for a good, a solid 20, 25 years. I think I know, but uh, essentially they are beings without human values. I would say that. Uh, they are uh, for their own preservation. And in the top uh, human realms, the religion is Satanism. So uh, these beings who are setting up the system are not uh, aligned with human life. They are. Right now, they're really showing themselves in that what they're trying to install right now is a totalitarian technocracy. So that it's, it's not about democracy, it's not about what people want, 
it's having everything automated so there won't even be somebody that you can blame for throwing you in jail it'll just be well you only got so many social credit points and the computer spit out your name as we have to come and apprehend you so um and 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 the reason it's hard to identify who's at the top this is all very intelligently planned uh is that if you can't see who the rulers are, how could you overthrow them? They don't want to be known. They've got all the boats and mansions and everything they could want, you know, oodles of money. So they don't need fame because it would not behoove them. They want the, the president can get shot. They don't care. They're just gonna put in somebody else. So this dominator system applies to us because, I mean, it applies to us because we live in it, but in order for the dominator system to work, it must install internal jailers. Because sure, you can have a police force using force or the threat of force, but it'd be much more efficient if you had people police themselves. And so, how to do that? Well, you need to install within people programs. And we all, all you guys are working to get free and be your true, true selves. Well, what are you getting free from? Why aren't you just your true self right off the bat? Because we were raised by families that came up. We had a mother and father that was raised in this system. We went to a church, maybe, that enforces this system. We went to schools that enforce this system. We live under governments that enforce this system. And it's based on a dominator or perpetrator and a victim. So depending on the nature of your soul and your soul's uh, desire to survive in a human body, you're, you will have chosen some mix of, okay, I got to be the tough guy. I'm going to be the dominator. That's how I'll come out on top. Or I'm not willing to do that. I'm going to be a victim. I, can't, I, I am powerless against this thing. So that plays out in our relationships. And uh, I'm going to go one more step and then I'll shut up. <laughs> um, so how can it, did, did our parents tell us you have to make that choice? No. Uh, there are several efficient strategies for installing victim and dominator. One is war. You can traumatize an entire generation with a war. So that's pretty good bang for your buck. And the other is sexual abuse. And better yet for them, sexual abuse of children. And now we were using the P word, right? Pedophilia. And I'm, I work as a therapist, and for years, when I'd have some, my client under hypnosis, I, all of a sudden, this person is talking about, you know, being sexually molested at the age of three or five or seven or whatever. And, and I'm, you know, it's a good thing they had their eyes closed because my mouth is, my jaw is dropping like, holy shit, your uncle, your father, your grandfather, your brother, how, you know, it was like, how can that be? Well, it's, it was so prevalent in my therapy practice uh, 
that I, I just started looking into it. Like how, how am I just getting like the, the few perverted families? No, now it's coming out that this is systemic. It's systematic with the goal of traumatizing children. Because when you traumatize someone and you fragment their psyche, you can then manipulate them. So that is a, a big strategy of the dominator system. I work in Tantra and sexual healing. And little did I know when I started that, that this would be what, you know, like a, a big part of what uh, my work is, is healing these sexual traumas. And now I, now I understand why. Oh, it's a trauma-based mind control system. So that's the dominator system. Wow, thank you. That was very succinct. And thank you. I'm going to open up the, the panel to anybody who wants to ask Becca questions. And if not, I've got lots of questions. <laughs> I more uh, just want to say thank you for what you do, because that needs to be shown and people need to hear all the things you just said. I've studied the same, same things and I appreciate you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Uh, I have a question. <clears throat> Since it's systematic and I am myself being abused, sexually abused in my childhood, uh, and you said this is a tra trauma-based dominator system, uh, how can we get off of this? How, what is the, the, the path that we, I think I'm I am part of the, the, the healing generation or, or the breaking this trauma-based <laughs> dominator system, but it's overwhelming for me to uh, see or, or to think how can I uh, make things better. Beautiful. Thank you, Diego. First of all, thank you for working on your healing. That is the answer. Because as we free ourselves, we no longer will uphold the victim-perpetrator dynamic as we heal ourselves. And this is dangerous to them. Because look at the architecture, right? This is a pyramid. And we're down here on the bottom. So what happens, just look at the architecture. If the people on the bottom leave, the pyramid collapses. So when you have your difficult times, because it's not easy. I'm not saying this is an easy path. But when you have your difficult times and it's hard to keep, you know, to go through the you know, healing of the wounds, take heart that Every step you take out of the, that bottom level where they, you know, where we are, where they put us, you, you are removing a brick, right? You're no longer there. Even just knowing this, you're not there anymore. So, and if the manipulation starts to come at you, you're going to go, whoa, I see what this is. It wants to trigger my automatic automatic behavior. I refuse. So take heart that your own healing 
is the liberation of all of humanity. And right now, lucky for us, we are living in the moment when you can see that the dominator system is scared shitless. Look how extreme they've gotten. They're in their end game. They are so freaked out that people are waking up that they are like, okay, we have to, we have to do our full force or the threat of force thing. We have to lock down the entire planet. That's how scared they are. I mean, the church doesn't work anymore, right? It won't keep us down. The schools aren't working on us, many of us, too many of us. So um, keep doing your healing work. Keep finding out who you really are. And uh, in my therapies, <laughs> eventually, I know that my um, client has graduated, so to speak, when they say to me, I see why my soul chose this and I'm grateful. I mean, you don't get there right away. <laughs> but when, when you can finally see, oh, I chose to incarnate now and have this, this extremely difficult struggle to, to claim my own soul identity, but now no one can take it away from me. Nothing will, because I know who I am. So they can't do anything. And that's what they're scared to death of, because when we don't participate in their system, they ain't got a system. So I just encourage you to continue your healing. That's, that's the way through. Thank you for explaining that. Mm -hmm. And can you just go a little bit more deeply into the triangle of dominator? Is it dominator, perpetrator, victim? Per, uh, no, dominator and perpetrator are one point. Okay. Then victim is another point, And then savior is the other. Right. Can you go into savior? Yes. Okay. So one of the ways we can uh, do a detour on our healing is okay i don't want to be a dominator i don't want to be a victim so either i will look for or become a savior now this is a little tricky because the thing is it's still within the system because the only one you can really save is yourself but a savior is known as somebody that saves other people so you're still robbing people of their responsibility. And uh, there, it's, you know, there's no fudging on this. There's no, uh, I mean, you can lie to yourself, but there's only one way, well, I mean, there's many ways through, but the point is that you're gonna end up knowing who you are, your soul identity, and you're going to claim all the infinite power like that, that beginning meditation we did was the universe. I am the universe. I have access to all the power in the universe. That comes through your own work and your own self-realization. The savior short circuits that. 
the Savior says, oh, you, that other stuff is too messy. Just come through me. I'll save you. Or if you're the Savior for someone else, you don't have to look so much at yourself because you're too busy cleaning up other people's messes. Okay, could you just put your phone on silent because it keeps beeping. I just don't want it to affect the podcast. Yes, okay. What I need to do is... Um, awesome. So that triangle, I remember you speaking at the Infinite Man Summit. There's like almost like a flipped, a higher frequency equivalent of each identity. Do you want to go into that? Yeah, because what I just described was the we could call it pathological or um yeah the the immature uh development so let's go to what's healthier um let me think actually okay can can you pause for a second okay go ahead Okay, so what I described was the drama triangle. It's like what fills our life with, with drama, which is the, the dominator, the persecutor, the um, rescuer, the savior, and the victim. There's a creator triangle, which we could call the empower, empowerment dynamic. And in instead of the victim, it becomes the creator. Like I am the creator of my own destiny or co-creator at the least. And instead of the persecutor or the dominator, it becomes the challenger. That's the person that um, is, the, it kind of is the aspect that is rooting for yourself to win or you build others up, like you encourage learning and growth, and like that's what you're doing, Will. You're, you're challenging. Instead of dominating, you're, you're having that masculine push to improve, but you're not making anyone do it. You're inviting them into it. And then the rescuer becomes the coach. Like how, let's figure out how how, what's the way through? What's, what are the techniques for healing we can use? So it's the one that supports and facilitates what your desired outcome is. Nice. Okay, sorry. So the dominator becomes the challenger, the rescuer becomes the coach, and the victim becomes? The creator. Creator, okay, cool. And would it be safe to say that we all kind of have all these archetypes within us to varying degrees? Yes, we do. Hmm. We just need to heal the wounds so we can become the positive, you could say positive or life-affirming aspects of them instead of the sabotaging aspects. Hmm. If it's true that the that the world is basically run by a cult who doesn't want us to be talking about this. Do you think there'll, there'll come a, a time in the near future where even these types of conversations will be censored? Oh yeah, it's, we're in it. You just had your YouTube channel yeah. taken down. Yeah. <laughs> we're in it. Censorship is happening. 
And uh, because, the, you know, at this point for them, it's like whack-a-mole. They can't stop us. Um, so it's good that we get on safer, more secure, or decentralized platforms uh, because they are taking down, I mean, I'm censored on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, Amazon, tried to refuse to print my books, uh, PayPal is after me, you know, they're, yeah, they're coming at me from all angles. So far, Zoom, I'm, I'm still okay on Zoom, but, you know, <laughs> but it won't stop us. That's the thing. Uh, because, you know, I get invited to speak at anarchist conferences, which I'm so honored that that's, that they, they know that what I'm saying about sexual trauma and so forth relates. And so I take my lead from where the anarchists are, what platforms they're on. Cool. What are some of the best platforms in your experience? Telegram. Um, there's... Now they're moving, a lot of them are moving to, uh, I haven't moved there yet, so I can't remember the name, but the alternative to Zoom is Jitsi, J-I-T-S-Y, I think. Um, right now, Telegram seems to be pretty secure, but there are some who are saying not enough. The, the anarchists prefer decentralized platforms. So that means there's no one, no one group that can uh, decide what's on or what's off. I so um, looking like there's uh, the conference I have uh, spoken at a couple years is called Anarchapulco. So you can just look on the Anarchapulco. Either they keep a Facebook page; they're still up, amazingly, but they're when you look at like, well, my videos are on BitChute, right? Or, or um, DTube or um, Daily Motion, you know, they're all getting kicked off of YouTube. And many of them have not been on YouTube for years because they knew what was coming. So BitChute, Daily Motion, and DTube are good? That's what they're using. Okay. I mean, I've got to, I got to get myself organized with my webmaster and I need to get a mirror site for all of my videos. And uh, my website has been hacked several times. So, you know, the main thing I look for in a webmaster is always security. And it's amazing. Like when the, our website first got hacked and, uh, I got a, an extortion letter in my own email from myself. So in other words, they were inside my email. So I turned this immediately over to my web team and the guys immediately go into the website and they get in a running battle with the hackers. They call uh, Bluehost security team. That's who I was with at the time, my, the website. They are fighting the hackers and the, the people on, uh, uh, at Bluehost were like going, who is this? This is a tiny website, what? You know, anyway, they fight them and they won, saved the website. And afterwards, they told my team, this was a high level hack. 
by um, hackers supposedly in Russia, it was a VPN, I'm sure, with unlimited, by a state actor with unlimited budget. And I mean, I was like in cognitive dissonance for weeks, like, how can that be? It's, we're, you know, Venus and her lover, which is the name of the website and the project, is just a tiny, you know, what? Well, I'm using that P word. I'm talking about the trauma-based mind control system. I'm talking about how to heal from sexual trauma. So that said to me, oh, this is actually the worst thing they'd want to have out in the public. So even, and I'm not saying, uh, I mean, I am a little little thing, but I think I'm one of a million little things. Mm -hmm. So Venus and her lover, our, our little tantric art project is a threat. Right. It's like similar to, to a lot of the stuff that I post, you know, like um, my friend and I just like three guys, you know, naked, there were no genitalia showing that was removed. And then my friend Dex, they sent him a message saying, if you post anything questionable again, we're going to delete your entire account. Uh, you know, and they, they, did that they actually deleted my entire account over Christmas. I went from 5,000 followers to having to start from scratch and I hadn't violated any of their rules. I, I kept it all censored yet still they deleted me. So I so will look for alternative platforms. I mean, I know Instagram is the most popular and Facebook is the most popular and YouTube is the most popular, but we have to, let our followers know where else we are. And what, I'm just now setting that up. What's the equivalent to Facebook and Instagram? Well, Telegram. It's not, it doesn't have the same functionality though. Mm -hmm. But when you think it was, you know, it was state actors that set all these up with unlimited budgets, Facebook is awesome. And Instagram is awesome because there they had the top tech guys they could hire you know they had unlimited budget so that they could collect data and track us and censor us so i haven't found i mean the the alternatives to youtube are just video hosting sites so those are comparable but i haven't found anything as friendly as facebook or instagram however if you don't have an account there anymore, it's like, well, <laughs> so we need to start uh, letting the people that are interested in our work know where else we are. Totally. I've opened an OnlyFans account, which is a basically Instagram, but nudity is allowed. Oh. Yeah, and they actually censor words like you can't say kid or child or um, they're, they're doing their best to help curb any sort of pedophilia or child abuse that could happen on those platforms. So that they seem pretty good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And the benefit is I can charge for a subscription. So it's a way I can share my, share the technology of Tantra and also make some money. So I'm grateful for, for OnlyFans. Um, does anybody have any more questions for Becca? Otherwise, I'll keep asking because I have infinite questions, Rebecca. 
um, what are some of the what are some of your good daily habits and practices that keep you tuned in, tapped in, turned on to your original self, so that you can stay cognizant and loving? Uh, excellent question. The, and the the question is what's the excellent part? You must have a daily practice because we are swimming in the soup of the dominator system that is coming at us from all angles, all the time, everywhere with the dominator paradigm. So we each uh, just by necessity need to carve out a little oasis of peace and harmony where we can be our authentic selves. And we can do that in groups like this, and maybe we go to a yoga class or practice Qigong or whatever. But the, the, the thing is that we need a daily plug-in. And I say, okay, five out of seven days, because we don't want to be, you know, draconian with ourselves. But uh, so I have a daily practice. And when I don't have a lot of time, it's 10 minutes of breathing, deep breathing, um, of centering in the present moment, and I'll do a few yogic stretches. I can do that in 10 minutes. Uh, if I have more time, which I definitely want at least three, four, five days, well, three or four days, let's say, where I'm, I can spend an hour. And so for me, my practice is yoga. I also do Qigong. For some, also swimming. When I can get to a place to swim, I go into a very meditative state swimming. And I do my, uh, I actually do my affirmations with each stroke of my swimming. What are your affirmations? Uh, what are my affirmations? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here's, here's, here's what I do when I swim. Um, I bow before the great mystery. I surrender unto my divine plan. I open my arms to receive the abundance of the universe. Um, I, I open my arms to give my gifts to the world and to receive the abundant support of the universe. I am a channel for unconditional love. Through me, the golden age emerges onto the earth. I walk the beauty road in gratitude. And then I'll do the, that, I'll do, I walk the beauty road in gratitude. I fly the beauty sky in gratitude. I swim the beauty flow in gratitude. Beauty to my right, beauty to my left, beauty behind me, beauty before me, beauty above me, beauty below me, beauty at the center. Wow, I did that prayer during my ejaculation ritual yesterday. <laughs> the Baskin prayer beauty above beauty below yeah exactly same thing that's funny cool yeah yeah but you know I just made that up and I, I took the beauty road obviously from Native American tradition First Nations tradition but uh, whatever so the, the the thing about me doing that while I'm swimming or you could do it while you're running or you know any repetitive thing is that my body is busy doing the physical thing my mind is busy keeping up that, those affirmations. In the meantime, I'm just going deeper and deeper and deeper into my center because I've got my distractors busy. And so then I end up 
in silence, just in my expanded, I am the universe state. Cool. And, and the daily practice is whatever gets you there. So it can be a walk through nature without, you know, speaking. It can be, um, I, I, usually it's something physical, but it can be meditation. It can be running. It can be riding your motorcycle out in the country, just, you know, going through space <laughs> at a high speed, you know. But, you know, don't lapse into the infinite and... For, and then you might lose your body, which won't matter to you in the moment, but <laughs> yeah. Totally. So it sounds like um, really the message here is self-love and good daily habits that keep us in our highest and community surrounding ourselves with other people who are aware of what's going on and basically moving to other platforms. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the first thing is know thyself. And who, who is yourself? That is that infinite one. Hmm. It's fine to wear our egos and, you know, to play with our personalities. And that's great. We get to interact in the world with that. However, that's not who we are in our essence. So that's the first thing is know who you are. And that can be a, an uncovering of layers process. And then um, love that. I, that will be natural because the infinite creation is awesome. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's amazing. And so we love that. And that's what we are. And then go, I mean, what you just described, Will, is the Buddhist trinity of, you know, Buddha, which is that self-awareness, enlightenment self-knowledge and then um sangha which is the community right and dharma which is the knowledge the the in the truth capital t so buddha, uh, buddha dharma sangha is what how the buddhists identified that and the sangha the community is is what helps us because we're human and we can fall down and you know, it gets tough or I'm confused. And so we have someone to reflect off of. That's so important. And thank you for creating this, this space where men can gather. In fact, I need to thank you for letting a woman into your, your masculine space. Oh, we're honored to have you. It's, um, it's important that we have you. It's important that we have people like you to as you just said, to commune with and to learn from. And yeah, it's, I've been opening up my, my sexual Kung Fu class to women and trans as well. And it's been actually really life-giving and successful. So I feel like the next wave of men's work is actually human work. And <laughs> we're all sort of doing these tantric things together and these um, healing practices together. Awesome. Mm -hmm. May I ask another question? Mm -hmm. Go for it. Uh, since we are healing this trauma-based uh, system, uh, do you have some practices that you think 
works better to to heal this trauma this sexually trauma <laughs> yeah well this all falls in the umbrella of shadow work uh because we and so we call that shadow diving uh it's going in okay i'm trying to think it's it's a pretty deep subject so i'm going to make it simple uh when you find something that triggers you something that gets you know gets your reaction up or you become emotional that is the clue of something that's that's up the reason we call it shadow work is because it's in the shadows we can't see it so that's why i like i love relationship because when we get in relationship our our partners or the people we have close friendships with will push our buttons we want that because when the button gets pushed the the wound is just peeking out of the shadow so it's important to grab it then like oh he was just talking about um you know or, or i feel extremely jealous okay and i'm going crazy with jealousy all right let's dive in so when there's something that gets a rise out of you that there's an emotional trigger you go into it and you, you so you can dialogue with it like who are you oh i'm the green-eyed monster jealousy and where do you come from and what do you want i want to i want to tear apart other people okay where does this viciousness come from i know viciousness because someone was vicious to me oh who was vicious to you you know you you go in just keep following the thread where there's an emotional reaction to find out where uh where why is this bothering me um or if someone says something to you how dare you insult me like someone says oh well you act that way because you're chinese all you chinese people act like that well if someone said that to you say but i'm not chinese so you wouldn't be emotional about it you just go well that person is obviously delusional so when someone says something that's not true oh you're just uh you know, you were lying then no i wasn't lying so but why does that bother me if i know i wasn't lying that person thinks i'm lying why does that bother me where is where are uh, where is untruth in my reality so you dive in you know uh and there's a there's a technique out of the integral integral life practice which is a, a great formula for self-realization in the shadow work in integral life practice there's a technique called three two one and so you start at three where you describe it you just let it rip you know how dare he say that i'm a liar he's a liar you know you just go until you're done and then you go to two, which is the second person where you get into the dialogue, like what I was just describing. Oh, you're, you're, um, you're, you're the liar. What, what liar is in my life? You do that. And then you go to one, which is, I am the liar. 
where have I lied before? What, where am I lying in my life? Why is lying an issue? So in other words, you bring it back to the self because otherwise you wouldn't have had an emotional reaction if it didn't hold some truth somewhere in you, in the shadow. So that's just one simple technique. Um, primal therapy to get to, to help release all the pain can be very helpful. Breath work, like I'm a transformational breath work therapy, uh, a therapist, transformational breath, holotropic breath work, rebirthing. Breath work is a great tool to get into the subconscious to find out what's going on there. Plant medicines, sacred plants with a big caution, really know your shaman because that, that's a very tricky area to go. I mean, you go there and once you're like, on, when you're on ayahuasca, you're not coming out until you're done. So you have to really be prepared for that, but that can be very helpful. Um, meditation can be helpful, but for shadow work, we can still avoid the shadow in meditation. So I, I find, I do shadow work with my clients and it's because they need me to push, right? I need to like find that wound and then start pushing on it to be able to get the reactions out. So then we can follow the reactions. So that's a quick view of what shadow work is. If people want to work with you, Becca, do you do Zoom therapy sessions? Yes, I do. Awesome. And your website is venusandherlover.com, yes? Yes, and you can get me at Becca at venusandherlover.com. Wonderful. And you have an amazing set of spiritual card deck that you designed with your ex-lover, correct? Yes, I actually have it handy. Let's see. I'd love you to pull a card for us collectively. Okay, well then, so here's what it is. And I should show you my book because it goes through the whole story. The whole, my whole investigation of the dominator system is in this book. Am I backwards for you? Perfect. Anyway, Venus and her lover, transforming myth, sexuality, and ourselves. So let's pick a card. I've been enjoying the audiobook, so that's her audiobook, which is very beautiful. On yeah, the book is audio, ebook, and um, print book. So just to give you an idea, this is a sexual, a tantric deck. Oops, upside down. Um, Beautiful. Okay. So let's all um, let's all focus on um, let's let's ask a question that'll be like, what's the panorama? What's the the landscape that we're in right now? Where are we at right now?
Oh my God, I picked a card. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> okay, so what this is, is a card of the masculine. It's the, it's Mars the warrior, and you can see that he's standing over the warrior who's lost his sword and his shield. You know, that, that red man is dead. But the new warrior is standing naked with his crystal staff and his loyal totem animal. So there's the transformed Mars. It's amazing that I picked this. I'm going to read it to you. <clears throat> Here's the reading. It's called Victory. War is over. Victory. You are reborn. Throw out your old shoes and dance tiptoe on the joyous earth. You are through with ambiguity and mental schemes. Finally, you're free. Now you can reach the ideal of the couple and live a relationship of true union. This is the perfect opportunity for you and another to dedicate your relationship to higher purpose. Collaborate on initiatives that can benefit your milieu. Discover the immense creative power of your synergy. You are faithful not only to a partner, but to a new vision of life. You have won the war with yourself simply because you lowered your ego, thus allowing pleasure and vitality to flood your being. Your evolution takes you higher, so you must answer the call. The wholehearted enthusiasm for life bubbling through your cells is a sure sign that you have tapped into the source. <clears throat> Finally, you can know and fulfill your dharma, your life's mission. Feel the tap of the etheric sword on your shoulders as you are knighted into a new phase of mastery and sally forth with the ability to prepare the road for those that come after you. At this time, you may feel overpowered by Eros. It is pure and there's no need to hide it. Your emotional maturity engenders a luscious sexuality, conscious, magic, and contagious, and ushers in a period of, of erotic abundance. The way is clear for you to experience sexual ecstasy, so feel free to embark on a voyage of tantric exploration with your companion. Let the winds of love fill your sails. Experiment with different positions in your lovemaking and vary the pace, sometimes unbridled rockin' and rollin', and sometimes drifting only on your breathing punctuated by the slightest twitches and adjustments. In an unseen way, your joy will resound across the planet like thunder bringing rain 
to the parched earth. And here's the advice. Do not rest on your laurels. Stay a forward course. And then there's a saying in Italian, cane che cammina osso trova. The dog that sniffs around finds the bone. <laughs> That's awesome. And what a great way to finish. It's 9.07. Perfect timing. Thank you so much, Becca, for being with us today. That was beautiful. That was one of the best Manhood Tribe meetings ever. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I am supporting you guys because it's the masculine that's been lacking, the, the empowered, um, authentic masculine that will save the earth as the feminine, the goddess, also steps forth. So thank you all for being part of the um, new earth. That's awesome. And where can people get those cards if they want to purchase a set? On venusenderlover.com. Wonderful. Awesome. Thank you. Keep in touch. And you can follow Becca. Are you on Twitter or have you been completely kicked off? Yes, I'm on Twitter and Instagram. You can find all of that off the website. And sometimes the posts are taken down. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just keep coming back. I'm also, we're also on Facebook, Venus and her lover. Great. Thanks, Becca. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Becca. Okay. Ciao. To learn more about Becca's amazing work, go to venusandherlover.com. She's got amazing uh, blog there as well as you can order her one-of-a-kind tantric uh, oracle cards and you can get her book there. You can also listen to the audio. I've been enjoying listening to the audiobook part one and two, which you can purchase through Audible or any of those um, Audible um, audio services where you can listen to the audiobooks. I really enjoy listening to Becca speak, so that's my favorite way of doing it. I like to listen to it as I go to bed. I hope that you have a beautiful day. If you'd like to check out my music, you can go over to iTunes or Amazon or Spotify or anywhere you like to get your music from and just type in Will Blunderfield and all of that will pop up. If you have any questions, feel free to send me an email, willblunderfield at gmail.com and also check out my um, semen retention course. This is a semen retention training that took me over a year to compile over 88 videos of uh, footage teaching you how to become a multi-orgasmic man. So if you feel that you would benefit from that or if you are a woman and have any men in your life who could benefit from breaking free of porn addiction and falling more deeply in love with their bodies and learning how to harness and master and direct and control in a loving way your sexual energy, this course is definitely for you. So send me an email, willblunderfield at gmail.com and I'd be happy to hook you up. Have a beautiful day and we'll see you soon. Murat Ajuni Saibang Guru Parasad Chap
love